Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome to Kiss My Curvy Assets, the podcast where we drop truth bombs, hit tough conversations, bring some sassy, raw, real topics, and some badass fun. I'm your host, Lori Mort. Let's journey together on this roller coaster ride set to empower us, enlighten us, invigorate us, energize us, and just help us keep rocking our bodies and rocking our lives. What's up, friends? It's me, and it's me solo today. I'm doing like a 2020 fucking let's get away from this year. Let's do a shit show year recap. And I really wanted to end this year with a bang. And I was going to have a bunch of friends on here and have like a total party, but like, seems like we're not allowed to get together and do anything. And I was sitting back and I was thinking, what did 2020, like, what did it teach me? Because I mean, honestly, there has to be a learning experience in this year behind us. And so I came up with like a 20 things I learned in 2020. It's like a, a shit show year recap. And some of them I will take with me moving forward. Some of them are just funny. Some of them I want to say like, fuck the hell off to, but I just had some fun with it. So I'm going to just do this, like pour the wine, pour the Pinot Grigio. I know it's only the, the 30th when this one's launching, but let's start celebrating New Year's Eve early and get the fuck out of this year. That is like what I'm looking forward to. So let's get started. Number one on my list was that teachers deserve a fucking medal. And my child is a little asshole. And that's what I learned this year with having to homeschool. When my son needed to stay home and he, I'm lucky because I had two children, but my 18 year old, she was graduating. She kind of did her own thing. She knew she was on the out. So she wasn't my responsibility. I had a child in grade eight, which is high school where I'm from, and he's my personality, more so than I even could have imagined. And during COVID lockdown shutdowns, I almost murdered him. Like, I thought about those poor teachers that had to deal with the little mouthy brat that had zero attention span, I think as parents too we had our own stuff to juggle and then we had this kid or God forbid you had kids and you're like, what is going on? I, I have to parent them now all day. And what's the morning snack and mom, what's for lunch. And it was just, let's just say we were school dropouts by April 1st and school only like let out like in March, mid-March was when it shut down. And by April 1st, him and I agreed to just drop out. We couldn't do it anymore. I was the one doing all of the French projects. I hate French. I was the one trying to navigate grade math. I, I loathe math. And all I kept thinking was the universe is showing me all of those times that I was that kid myself saying, I'm never going to need this in real life. I'm never gonna. I'm. I'm never gonna ever use this. I could have probably used it if I hadn't paid attention. I could have maybe had a little bit more of an intention span. But let me tell you, teachers. 
I see you. I applaud you. I hope you never have to teach my son because we get it as parents now. And I think that that's what 2020 and this whole ordeal taught me. Teachers, you are angels sent from heaven above. I should have bought shares in a mask making company. That was what I learned in 2020. Had I hindsight 2020 known that this was going to happen, I would have learned how to sew a mask. I could have started a mask making business. Who knew the mask making industry would be such a moneymaker? And in 2020, what it taught me was mask makers are billionaires now. Home workouts are the bomb, are the bomb, are the rage. I am a gym rat through and through. I have been in this industry for 29 years, fitness industry. I do not miss workouts at the gym. I love the gym. I am a gym girl. And when gyms shut down, who knew that could ever happen? I think at first I fought it. I was like, what? Home workouts are for the wimps. Home workouts are, no, I can't get a good workout. If COVID taught me anything and the, the closures of everything, it was that I actually really like working out at home. I slowly have kind of purchased equipment and I don't have a lot of equipment, but I noticed that even my clients were training at home and they're not returning to the gyms, even though the gyms are reopened. I'm not returning to the gym, even though the gyms reopened. I like my little space in my rec room. I like my equipment that I have at home. I like that I can wear whatever I want and no one sees me. I like that at the end of my workout, because I'm at home, I can do like a little dance party, jump around, and no one's watching. Like it's just home workouts are the bomb. This one was hard for me. This one was hard for me. Wine is not meant to be a daily food group. And 2020 taught me that because for, I'm going to say probably 60, maybe 70 days, like maybe 75. I drink wine every single day. It also came to the point where it was noon and I was pouring a glass of wine because I had nowhere to go. I would be done my work for the day and it, it was three o'clock. Then I was pushing it to two. Then I was, it was one. And then, I mean, who knows? I could have been drinking at 1030 in the morning. But what I learned was it's not really meant to be a daily food group. I, even though I was considering it one because, hey, it's a fruit. I, I kept thinking it was helping me, like it was releasing stress or lowering stress, when in reality, it was increasing my anxiety, like tenfold. It was terrible. And I learned in 2020 that wine is meant to be consumed in moderation and not for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Control freaks have been abolished. 2020 taught me, because I'm, I'm one of those, we can't exist anymore. Like legit, you have zero control over anything in the world now, outside of yourself. You can control that. If you're super anal like me, sorry, you don't get a say during the pandemic. 
you're at the mercy of the rules and the laws of a bunch of randoms. You can't control them. You just got to let that shit go. You got to let shit fly to the wind. And you don't get a say, baby. Control freaks have been abolished in 2020. C-U-N-T is now not my least favorite C word of the world. C-U-N-T used to be the, like the worst, the worst C word. Now, C-O-V-I-D is the C word to me. If I hear one more person say that word and notice I spelt it because it's that much of a headache, annoyance to me. If I never hear that C word again, I'll actually go and use the other C word just to say, you know what? C-O-V-D-I-D is the new C word to me. It is like, don't say it. Don't mention it. I cringe when I hear it. It's a swear word to me. Binge watching Netflix for five hours straight is actually now considered a late day in terms of show watching. Like legitimately, five hours a day, meh, that was an easy day. You know, I, I was busy. I had other things to do. Five hours. Those were days where it was like I had other stuff to do. During the lockdowns and during where the world, we had nowhere to be, I would I would even shower. I, I'd be on like season seven of Breaking Bad and I did not have a thing to do. And I have to admit, like there could have been 12 hour times where I was, you know, on the marathon of Shameless. I think I honestly got through all eight seasons of Breaking Bad in, in a week. I mean, it was, it was, I crushed that. You could do a full on fucking marathon of these shows and, and it was okay. Like that was what I learned in 2020. We were okay with that. That was how we got through. A friend of mine watched 13 seasons of Grey's Anatomy in 10 days. What is, I, do the math. Like I don't even understand how that's possible. But during 2020, I realized that binge watching Netflix for five hours is actually your light day. This one, this one hits me really close to home because what I learned in 2020 was that no woman, women's rights here, but I'm telling you that it should not be a right. No woman should be allowed to, I'm just going to say it, have Amazon on her phone or have her laptop open to the Amazon website while she is consuming wine during a pandemic. When the world shut down in March, I honestly believe something snapped in me where I now every single day have something show up on my doorstep from Amazon. The Amazon Prime delivery driver knows my name and says hello to me. I have reviewed him so many times, I believe he owns shares in the company at this point. During the 2020 year, we should have taken phones away, laptops away, Amazon websites and apps away from all women consuming wine during a pandemic. 2020 
showed me that Netflix can make shows on anything, anything. Don't you remember? We watched like maniacs, freaking women who may or may not have fed their husband to a tiger, a guy with a mullet and a boyfriend with no teeth. I was glued to that shit. I was like, I was, I, that was a binge watching session. I watched documentaries on Adderall where I, I actually was like, can someone get me Adderall? Like this is, this was supposed to be negative and this is selling me on this. We watch series on random shit. Netflix has honestly, they have a show on everything. And what 20 taught me is that you can make a show about freaking anything, toss it on Netflix, and it's a top series. Puzzles, puzzles. Not I'm not I am puzzled. A puzzle. Puzzles are the shits. Seriously. Before the pandemic, when was the last time you sat down and not only started, but you actually finished a thousand piece puzzle? Well, during COVID, I, I think I had about 25 puzzles come from Amazon. There's my Amazon pitch again. And my children would actually sit down, my teens, and get off their frigging gadgets or technology and finish a thousand piece puzzle with me. And I realized I'm actually, I love puzzles. I love starting them. I love sitting there and, and usually you're swearing by the end. You just want it over with and that last piece gets put in. And for some reason you open up another puzzle because you, you forgot the pain of the last one. But in 2020, I realized puzzles are the shit. Unfollow and block, unfollow and block their life, their life. And seriously, during this pandemic of 2020, I feel like I unloaded my friends list a lot on social media. I mean, I, I think I blocked half my family, honestly, legit. This crazy time enabled me to cleanse that shit completely out. It brought out the good in some, it brought out the bad in others, it brought out a lot of eye rolls, and it brought out a lot of unfollows and blocks. At first, I kind of wanted to poke the bear. So when people would post things that I, I disagreed with or that I was like massively eye rolling about, you know, I, I fed right into that shit. And then I finally just kind of said, you know what? I got no time for this. There's some new Netflix series on about some cat murderer that I have to get back to. Block unfollow was like the thing of 2020. Oh, that was only, I'm only 11 in. Like I feel I'm exhausted. Like 2020 <laughs> exhausted me. It exhausted me. Like pour more wine. Like I honestly feel some, some people might be listening to this, like driving to the gym in the morning. And I'm just thinking, I mean, take the 30th of, of the December, take the 31st, like just drink lots of freaking wine and cleanse this shit out because we need a new fresh year. And I still got a whole bunch to go of things that 2020 taught me and they ta it taught us. These are just, I, these are crazy things that we learned this year. Adaptability is a learned skill. That's what I learned in 2020. Before 2020, I was a routine girl. I ate at the same time. 
I had the same routine all the time. Well, not during a pandemic, bitch. You got nowhere to be. You got nowhere to go. You can't even get your Starbucks coffee today. When you have nowhere to be, you're not in control. Like you have to be adaptable. You have to change your day. You have to change your life. Dancing is not allowed anymore, baby girl. Like Footloose, like the movie. It was legit. Open, close, open, half close, closed again. It was just like rock. You had to roll with the punches this year. You had to adapt. Adaptability. You, you, I mean, you were doing Zoom calls in your underwear. You know, you had party on the top with your business cat. And then on the bottom, you were wearing your friggin' Hello Kitty pajamas while your naked kid walked behind you. It was all about adaptability in 2020. We are more resilient than we thought. And I truly believe that was a huge one that I learned in, in 2020. I mean, I used to think I was like a, I was a weak ass bitch, right? Like I would stub my toe. I would dwell on it for days. Like I would still be talking about it three days later. Like I did not bounce back from things. I let, I like to lean into that and just dwell. And in 2020, I realized we are more resilient than we thought. I mean, during a pandemic, we, we may have lost our jobs we had no income or maybe less income. We saw our, our friends closing their businesses, people losing homes. Like it was some serious shit, but we're resilient. We had a plan B, maybe a plan C. Hell, fuck, we're in plan K at this point. We kept getting punched, kept getting knocked down, and we kept getting the fuck back up. I mean, you got this. And, and in 2020, what it taught me was what the hell else can possibly go wrong? We are more resilient than we thought. In 2020, we all learned that we took a lot of things for granted before. Remember when you could have a glass of wine with friends? or more than one friend? Remember when you didn't have to wear a mask? Hell, this morning I hugged my Starbucks barista and everyone looked at me like I shot somebody. Remember when you could actually embrace someone in public or get more than two feet away from them? Remember when you could shake somebody's hand? I did that one day and I swear the, the alarm of the store went off. You can't do this shit now. The other day I was talking to a client outside of Starbucks. We both had masks on. We were six feet apart. Everybody, every single person stared at us, glared at us, rolled their eyes at us, sighed at us. Remember when we didn't have to just worry about our surroundings and worry about whose space we were in and worry about if we were ever gonna get to see our family again. In 2020, I realized we all took a lot of fucking things for granted. I need to make a formal apology for being that dick to all of the flight attendants of any past flight I have ever been on. That's never happening again. It honestly feels like we're never going to be able to travel again. When was the last time you got to get on a flight and, and actually go somewhere? I tell you, when I get on that next flight, 
I'm going to listen to every damn word that that flight attendant says as she's telling me how to do up my seatbelt, as she's telling me how to take the oxygen first and not give it to someone else. I am going to pay fucking attention to every word she says. I'm going to bring her a drink. I'm going to be so happy to be in the air and flying somewhere because before 2020, I didn't, I didn't appreciate that. I was a dick to the flight attendants. I'd be on my phone texting or doing some kind of work. I'm not paying attention, you know, pushing the damn button for some pillow or blanket. Not ever again. The next flight that I'm on, I appreciate those flight attendants because we are not allowed to travel right now. Setting more boundaries. I learned in 2020, like legitimately boundaries. Sure. I mean, a boundary of you can't get in within six feet of me. Don't hug me. That creeper guy that always comes in for that hug and, oh, sorry, COVID, you know, keep your distance. But it, it helped me to cleanse some toxic people out of my life. And I see it with all my friends. They're telling me, you know, that guy, that weirdo, I got rid of him. COVID and 2020 allowed us to set more boundaries. Maybe at the office, you've now said, I can, you know, I can work at home two days a week. That's my boundary now. I'm not going to stay late at the office anymore. I realized while I was at home, I, you know, I'm putting in my eight hour day. I'm going to put up those boundaries and keep them up even past 2020 because that's what 2020 taught me. Set more boundaries. Mind your own damn business. That's what I learned in 2020. That's what people hopefully learned in 2020. But this year taught me that people are fucking nosy. I watched someone yell at a mother for having her baby and young toddler at a local grocery store. She ended up being a single mom that had nowhere else to take her children. She needed to bring them into the grocery store. God forbid that she locked them in the car or like leave them at home alone. I watched a man yell at a young mother who had like a 12, maybe 12, 12, 13 year old son. And he was screaming at the top of his lungs at her because her son did not have a mask on. Turns out her son has severe autism and he couldn't wear a mask. He just couldn't. I mean, yet we just, we weren't minding our own damn business. We were looking around, we were judging others. And that was what 2020 taught me. Mind your own fucking business and stop commenting on things that you don't truly know about. I saw an elderly lady fall over once and no one rushing to help her. She fell over and touched the, it was like the side of an aisle of a grocery store. When I helped her up, the gentleman next to me said to her that it needed to be sanitized where she touched because that was not COVID friendly. I mean, mind your own damn business. First of all, you didn't help this lady. It was hilarious to watch because I would get angry and then I would start to call people out on their behavior because it's none of your business. You don't know that person's struggles. If I'm hugging someone, you don't know that that person isn't in my bubble. You don't know that I'm not going home and sleeping with that person. You don't know anything. Mind your own 
damn business is what 2020 taught me. Oh, 2020. Most of us, this is what I learned. Most of us were really, truly, we were just one week of isolation away from looking for a new partner, maybe a new roommate. Raise your hand if you spent the first part of the pandemic actually wondering if you could get away with feeding your spouse to a fucking tiger. Hands, anyone? Maybe it was your roommate. Maybe you were dreaming about what would happen if, you know, you poisoned them with that Ryan Coke they were drinking. And hey, I mean, you've watched enough datelines during this pandemic. We could probably all get away with it. But what I noticed in 2020 is more relationships ended. And it wasn't because of the pandemic. It was that we were all one week away from sayonara. It's time for closure. It's time for something new. And if anything, that was what I saw in 2020 with tons of friendships, tons of, of my friends were going through divorces all of a sudden and everyone was shocked by it. And I would just be like, yeah, well, I don't know if we can blame the pandemic. I'm sure we were all on that last straw, you know, that broke the camel's back. And that's what I learned in 2020 is truly some of us, I won't say all of us, we're one week of isolation away from either mass murder or finding a new spouse. Wow, we learned a lot. We learned a lot in 2020. I have two more. I have two more things that I learned. And I honestly, this is just 20 things and I feel so full. I'm like, holy smokes, did this year. It, it taught us a lot. It really did. I hope that we all kind of feel, could we feel the same way? Like, I'm sure you're just sitting there going, yeah, uh, yeah because it did teach us a lot. Like there was a lot of things that were thrown at us. And my second last one is that what 2020 taught me is that we need to support local, like for sure. They needed us during the pandemic, but they're going to need us more than ever after the pandemic. And I mean, I joke about being a, an Amazon addiction junkie, but don't worry. My fair share of love was shared locally. And what I'm talking about is, I mean, during the lockdown or the shutdown or whatever you want to call it, I really rallied. The, I, at first, my son and I, it was like Wednesdays is international, local support, local restaurant business day. Because the restaurant industry and the food industry took a huge hit. So we would always order takeout to that local mom and pop, not big chain just really nice. And I mean, you could be supporting the big chains too, but I really feel like those local small business owners were barely keeping the door open. So we would order, you know, the donairs, the sushi, the smaller restaurants. And then that became Wednesdays and Fridays. And then that became Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then we forgot about Joe who owns the, the small pizza place. That was Saturday. And we really rallied around where, I mean, we had to eat anyway, it was a lot of takeout food, but it was for a short time and it was supporting local beauty salons. I have a hairdresser and I wasn't just supporting her salon by buying products because we couldn't get our hair done. I had shit from three, four, five salons in town because I know so many different small business owners that needed me to rally around and make sure that they were going to make it through this pandemic. So if anything 
was brought to my attention and what I learned in 2020, support your local businesses, folks, support that mom and pop shop, try to shop local, try to go to that little farmer's market or that little health food store, continue to do that after 2020. But that is what 2020 taught me is open your eyes, Lori, make sure you're supporting local. I saved this one for last because this one is the funniest one because I really feel like even I did this, but I was really, I, I kind of, I fell into always saying this, no matter what anyone said to me. And the last thing I learned in 2020 is we can blame anything, like anything on COVID. I'll give some examples. Like I cheerlead, like I rallied around people. Anytime they said anything, it was like, well, you know, Lori, I drank vodka for breakfast. My response was always, hey, babe, I mean, we're doing what we can to get by right now. And that was what I learned in 2020. We said that a lot. Lori, I fed my kids leftover cold Chinese food for breakfast. Sister, we are, we are just doing what we can to get by right now. Lori, I slept with the mailman the other day. Girl, girl, hope you wear a mask. Hope you wear your mask, but we are just doing what we can to get by right now. And in 2020, I realized that we, we could blame anything on COVID. Didn't shower for three days? Well, I mean, girl, you are just trying to do what you can to get by right now. Slept all day? Hey, we're just doing what we can to get by right now. And I honestly believe that, I mean, we need to let that shit go. We can't keep making excuses anymore. It was nice while we had it in terms of 2020, but that was what I learned is in 2020, we were able to blame everything on fucking COVID and being stuck at home. All right, I'm, I'm almost done the bottle, so I got to wrap this up. And that, that's the bottle of wine. Do, don't judge me. It's 2020. I'm just doing what I can to get by right now, right? We only have two more days, though. We, we can't use that excuse anymore. And I mean, that was 20 amazing things. I mean, come on. Like, that was 20 big things that we learned in 2020. I mean, but we have to be serious. We have to be serious. It's been a really long 17 years, right? I mean, that is what the 10 months of, of closures and that we've been through have felt like we fucked it all up. We, we had a shit show. We overwatched television. We overdrank. We blame too much on other people. We have all those, those things, but it's time to start a new chapter and a new year in 2021. And like a fresh start. It's like, I feel like it's a clean slate. I feel like it's one of those things where we can think about the, the, the above 20 things we learned and it's not all negative or bad, right? I mean, we can bring some of those life lessons with us into like this epic year ahead. I feel like it's going to be good. I mean, the universe is not fucking dealing us two shit, crazy Looney Tune years in a row. It's just not. I don't believe it would ever work that way. So like the above 20 things, like some of them could serve us as we have a really great year ahead of us. I mean, 
no Karen. I don't mean sleeping with the mailman. I mean, we, we can't blame COVID. That's not the one I wanted to, to bring with us. But I mean, we can keep doing puzzles. I just ordered some off Amazon. I'm going to do them. I'm going to do some puzzles and get off technology more. I mean, we can think about our behaviors and how we are around other people. I mean, if we want to make our husbands disappear, we can, I mean, make sure Carol Baskin is called because we need to ask some advice on that one. Give your kids, teachers, like really wicked gifts on International Teachers Day, like end of the year, let's make sure those fucking teachers know that we, we get them, we love them, we see them. There's a lot of things that we can do. We can hug our friends a little tighter when we're finally allowed to. I mean, let's stop drinking our Pinot Grigio on a Monday at 1030 because no one's looking and because, hey, we're just doing the best we can right now. But it's not COVID anymore. We can still bring some of those good things, the, the good things that we've learned with us. But it's time to move on. It's really time to put all of that behind us and move the fuck on, right? Like, am I, am I the only one that feels like if, if we could just say we went from 2019 to 2020, like the 13th floor of a hotel building, there's never a 13th floor. Like people just don't talk about it. Like, that's just not a thing. Like when you go to an airport, you aren't allowed to talk about guns for a reason. From now on, I don't want anybody to mention the C word, C-O-V-I-D. And I don't, I, 2020 didn't exist. It didn't exist. It's done. It's done. Who is coming with me to 2021? Ready to count down those last 10 seconds. The ball is dropping. There's nobody at Times Square because you're not friggin' allowed. But as that ball's dropping and we're ready to yell, happy fucking new year. We're fresh. We're improved. And we're ready to rock 2021. We're ready to rock our life. We're ready to rock our body. We're ready to crush some goals. We're ready to be badass people. We're ready to just fucking like have a good year ahead. I'm ready. Sign me up. Sign me up. I got to go up in another bottle of wine. And that was fun as fuck. I have so many amazing podcasts coming in 2021. I can't wait. Come along with me. Thanks for listening, friends. Thanks for just getting through this year because I really do think we all need a little pat on on the back but let's light some shit up together in 2021 let's just let's just fucking rock together it's only December 30th but I'm gonna keep drinking wine I think I'm just gonna roll right into you know it's it's early let's just go all the way to January 1st like that's it come on drink 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 because after that we can't blame it on the pandemic anymore. Thanks so much for listening, friends. If you want more tips and tricks on rocking your life and rocking your body, be sure to check out my website, lauriemork.com or follow me on Instagram at lori.mork. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast where each and every week we're going to release new episodes with down and dirty topics, some wicked guests, more badassery, and just have a kick-ass time together. And if anyone has a problem with it, they can kiss my curvy assets.